Hey, Abdullah, how's it going, man? Doing pretty well. How are you doing, Lorenzo? I'm doing great. Sorry for the delay, but I knew that our segment was only NFL, but I had a new guest, so I had to, I had to get to know that person pretty well. But all in all, we'll we'll be back to our we'll, But all in all, we'll get started with our NFL seg NFL show. All right, no problem. Let's get started. And, and then you said Monday you wanted to do, and then we're doing we're doing Mon- we're we're also doing Monday because you can't do that next Friday. Yep. But well, can you do the following Friday though? Uh, well, I don't know at the moment. Um, so far, I mean, I have to let you know because, like I told you, I just I got a new job, so I haven't. My schedule for March hasn't been released yet, so I'd I'll have to let you know at a future date. All right, but we'll still record weekly though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll figure that part out. Was that? Yeah, we we we'll still do our weekly segments. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. But we'll we'll work around your work schedule to accommodate it. All right, appreciate it, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that being said, um, welcome to our NFL show with Abdullah and Loro here. So today on our NFL segment, we're going to preview what's in store for the Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, and Redskins this year, and where will Case Keenum get dealt, free agent targets for both of our teams, and breakout players for each NFC East player on each team, and then an early preview of the scouting combine, and also 8 through 32 with our mock draft. So that being said, um, Let's start off with our offseason outlook for the 2019 offseason. Let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Talk, let's talk about what they need first. Obviously, they need a tight end and receivers, but I think their main focus is to kind of beef up that secondary. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Chidobia Wuzier kind of stepped up a little bit towards the end of last year, so I wouldn't say corner is a huge need for them, but they could probably use another safe, excuse me, another safety to pair with Xavier Woods. Jeff Heath isn't a bad player, but he's kind of like a like a rotational player, like a good depth player at safety. But he, you can certainly use an upgrade. So maybe they go after Earl Thomas. I mean, there were reports last season that he wants the Cowboys to pursue him in free agency. So we'll see how that goes because he's coming off a serious injury. Yeah, I kind of think a one-year prove-it deal for Earl Thomas will happen for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, um, with the Cowboys, um, I do think they're going to re-sign Demarcus Lawrence, and I do think they're going to add Earl Thomas. Yeah, I definitely agree on them signing or re-signing Demarcus Lawrence. I think after them franchise tagging him last year, he's proven that he's worth a long-term deal. Earl Thomas, it's going to be interesting. Um it's really going to come down to, is he willing to take a one-year deal or not? Um, I'm sure there might be a team out there that might give him a, a multi, multi-year contract. So it's really going to come down to the amount of years, I think, for Earl Thomas. Yeah, absolutely. 100% for sure. So with that being said, uh, so that being said, let's talk about our breakout players for the Dallas Cowboys. So on offense, uh, I see that being uh, Ezekiel Elliott again. And on defense... I think it's Leighton Vanderesh. So for me, it's going to be Michael Gallup on offense. Oh, I'm not ruling him out too. He's a sleeper on this team. Yeah, definitely. I think. Um, I mean, he, he his numbers definitely went up, and his production was much better once they traded for Amari Cooper. But I think he really takes the next step this year and sort of supplants himself as that 
number two receiver on the team. Now on defense, it's kind of interesting. Um, I'm going to say Jordan Lewis, the cornerback. He actually had a pretty decent rookie year. Um, he didn't play that much last year, to my understanding. So um, maybe he steps up during his third season, but I see him as sort of a breakout candidate. Absolutely. And then also, we want, before we get to our next team, we're going to talk about in the NFC East, as we have breaking news, is that Patriots owner Robert Kraft was charged with splitting prosecution. I'm not sure how to react to this. I don't know why. I mean, I'm not sure if he's going to get arrested for that. Well, apparently the report was he denied the report. So I guess it's just one of those situations where we kind of just have to wait and see uh, the details of, you know, the whole situation. So it's kind of early to, you know, uh, I guess make any assumptions, but it's, it's just a whole weird situation to be honest. Yeah, because on this article I found, it said that we categorically deny that Mr. Kraft engaged in any illegal activity. Yeah, and he denied, he denied it too. I think he released a statement publicly and said that he denied it, that he, he hasn't done anything illegal. So we'll see. I mean, like I said, it's going to really come down to like, we got to wait until like some more details come out. And then I guess kind of, then you can we can kind of, I guess, make a better judgment on what happened. Yeah. So the, the but his attorneys actually denied it. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's really it's one of those weird situations. I mean, I honestly I don't really know. It's just it's just weird though because it's like it's just it's just a dumb distraction. It's just something that you want to avoid and not be involved in. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, ignore that noise and all that. So let's move on with that. So with that being said, um, let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and talk about what their offseason needs are. Their priorities this offseason for the Philadelphia Eagles is they need a running back. They need to keep uh, Brandon Graham for sure. I do think they're going to they're gonna draft a running back this year. Yeah, I mean, that would certainly be an option for them. Um. But as far as Brandon Graham's concerned, I think that they might have to let him go in free agency just because I just don't – he's probably going to want a long – not a long-term deal, but like some, somewhere around like three or four years. And I just don't think the Eagles are going to be able to commit that much salary cap to him because Carson Wentz's contract's coming up soon. They're probably going to have to start taking care of some of their other players. Ronald Darby's another guy, even though he's coming off a serious injury. But I think they would probably prioritize him because he's a corner and he's also much younger. He's only 25, I think. Yeah, so expect the, expect somehow the Philadelphia Eagles to uh, extend Carson Wentz somehow because Carson Wentz is really the guy that is the face of their franchise at quarterback. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting how they handle his contract. Um, I'm sure at some point they're going to exercise his fifth-year option. And then maybe after or during the fifth year of his contract, they'll probably pursue an extension. But I think only because Wentz has obviously had some injury issues in recent years. So I think the Eagles are are probably going to want to see how he's going to come back from those injuries. And then they'll probably give him a long-term deal. 
I do believe that Carson Wentz is the future of the Eagles going forward at quarterback. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I just think from, like, just from a negotiating standpoint, they're probably going to wait it out because if they can save any amount of money in signing Carson Wentz, then they're going to try and do that just because it will give them more flexibility in pursuing other players. Oh, absolutely. And uh, with that being said, um, let's get to my breakout players for the for the Eagles in 2019. On offense, it's Carson Wentz. And on defense, um, on defense, I think it's going to be Avante Maddox. Okay, yeah, I mean, he actually had a pretty – he stepped up pretty well for them this year. Had a really good year. Um, I think for me, on offense – even though he, he did have a pretty good year this year, um, I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard. Um, I think he's going to really step up. Um, I think what's going to happen is teams next year, after the season that Zach Ertz had this year, they're going to tr- probably try and key in on him a lot more. So that's going to open up uh, opportunities for Goddard. I think he's going to really have a breakout year. And then on defense, I'm, I'm going to go with Sidney Jones. Um, he hasn't really quite lived up to his potential because the year he came out in the draft, I think it was two. Uh, it was last season, I believe, or no, two years ago, I think. And then he was supposed to be a first round pick, but he fell in the draft because I think he tore his Achilles. And I think the Eagles drafted him like in the second round. So if he can ever get back to his form before his injury, or at least be eighty percent of the player, then they can get a legitimate starting corner. I do think. I do think. Also, I agree with Dallas Goddard. I know he played with Carson once at South Dakota State. So expect that connection to click when the when the when the when the 2019 season begins for the Philadelphia Eagles. And although the Cowboys are facing pressure this year, I kind of have the Eagles as my early pick to win the division, the NFC East this year. No, yeah, same here. Uh, I think uh, with having all those players that they had um, injured last year, with those guys coming back, and you couple that with the people that stepped up while those players were hurt. I think that they're going to have a lot, a lot of depth, and I think that they're going to bounce back this year and, and win the division. But do you see the Cowboys? Like, they're a team that's Super Bowl or bust. If they don't make it past the divisional round, do you see Jerry Jones firing Jason Garrett? Because I know he's starting to lose patience with him. I mean, in my opinion, I think Jason Garrett should have been gone a while ago. But I, I would I – would, if I'm a Cowboys fan, anything short of – the NFC Championship game, to me, is a failure as far as the season's concerned. They have to, at the very least, make it to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, that's probably what's in the minds of the Dallas Cowboys right now. And they're very they're going to be distracted by it when the season starts, if they can't keep this up. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, their schedule, I'm sure, is going to be a lot tougher as well. Dak Prescott's, I think, entering a contract year, so... Has a fifth-year option, too, like Goff and Wentz. Well, he, he doesn't because he wasn't a first-round pick. But, I th- yeah, fifth-year options are only for first-round picks. But the Cowboys are going to have to make a decision. Are they willing to pay a quarterback who many believe is probably slightly above average? Are they willing to give him a contract maybe similar to Kirk Cousins? And if you do that, you'll have a situation with the Vikings where you have a good – you have a decent quarterback, but you're, because you're paying him so much money – you can't pay the p- players around you, so you can't really get them much help. I do think the Cowboys will extend uh, Dak Prescott. 
It's going to be interesting, though, because he's not the only contract that they have to worry about. They're going to have to pay Zeke. They're going to have to pay Amari Cooper at some point because they traded a first-round pick for him. So they're going to have to extend him at some point. I think um, Tyron Smith's contract is also coming up down the line, and you got to take care of him because he's arguably the best left tackle in the NFL, or at least top three. So the Cowboys definitely have some decisions to make. Um, if it was me personally, I would if, – if, if Dak is willing to take – Somewhere along the lines of twenty million, I would give it to him, but I would, to me, I wouldn't prioritize him. I would prioritize Tyron Smith and Amari Cooper. Oh, okay. So I mean, with that being said, um, now that we kind of talked about the Cowboys, let's talk about the New York Giants. Although you're a Jets fan, I don't know if you like the New York Giants. I think their offseason move is what I'm. My mind kind of changed is that they need a quarterback to learn under Eli Manning. Because I think this is the final – I think this is Eli Manning's last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Giants will probably hang on to him for one more year just because he is on their contract. And I think if they were to cut him, I don't know how much money they would save. And I don't really see much of a trade market for him. But it's really interesting because, like, in my mock draft, I actually don't have the Giants taking a quarterback. I have them taking Ed Oliver. And the only reason behind that is it's not that they don't need a quarterback. It's because they passed on the quarterback last, last, in last year's draft when the draft class was a lot better. So I just don't see them reaching for a quarterback this year. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, maybe it could happen. I mean, Dwayne Haskins is certainly a target for them. He's also a hometown kid. He's from the Jersey area. So it would make a lot of sense. But I just – I don't know. I think I think they just stick it out with Eli, and then the year after they go after maybe someone like Tua or you know Jake Fromm from from Georgia. You know what? I kind of I kind of think the Giants shouldn't waste time getting Eli Manning's replacement right now. I do believe Eli Manning's going to retire after this season. I do think that it's time to get Dwayne Haskins in this Giants team. I mean, I I would I would not be opposed to the pick. I just feel like. Because it would be interesting if they draft Haskins, he would he would be inheriting a pretty decent situation. He would have Saquon Barkley. He he would have Odell Beckham. You have arguably the best running back receiver duo in, in the NFL right there. So it'll be interesting. I just feel like the Giants have so many holes, and I'm just I don't like. It's not it's not good for a team to usually draft a young quarterback when the team has a lot of holes. Like, their offensive line isn't that good. Landon Collins might leave in free agency. So, the back end of the defense is probably an issue as well. The Giants are a rebuilding team. So, it's really interesting what direction they can go in. Yeah, I mean, that that is a, that is an interesting point you brought up there. But, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean this I mean this is this should be a pretty easy or maybe difficult off season. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting, that's for sure. So with that being said, um my breakout players for the New York Giants this year are Evan Ingram and on defense, Lorenzo Carter. Okay, yeah. So I agree with your defensive pick. I really like Lorenzo Carter. Um, for offense, I'm going to go with Will Hernandez. Now, he's and he's a left guard, so usually it's kind of hard to have those type of players like 
it's kind of hard to kind of see like categorize how they have a breakout year, but I think, I think he's really going to take the next step this year. Um, He's, he's probably going to have to, if the Giants are going to make any noise next year and, you know, potentially make a run at a playoff spot. And then on defense, you have Lorenzo Carter. You have Lorenzo Carter as well. And I guess maybe like a, a, if I want to go with a real sleeper pick, um, there's a guy they drafted in the supplemental drafts, Sam Beal. I think he went to either Western Michigan or Central Michigan. So the thing with him was the reason he entered the supplemental draft was be- he was actually supposed to be – he was eligible for this year's draft. But the reason why he entered the supplemental draft last year was because I think he wasn't eligible to go back to school. So he just didn't want to wait that extra year. Like the Giants, I think, gave up like a third-round pick to, to draft him. And – had he entered the draft last year, like if he was eligible, there there are a lot of people saying he would have been a potential first round pick. So he's probably like my real sleeper pick. Oh, okay. So um, so with that being said, um, let's talk about the Washington Redskins. And if my stepdad Ross is hearing this, let's talk about what we they need. So I've. We've, I've told them about what the Redskins need. So this offseason, I think they need to fix up their offensive line. I think I think on defense, they need secondary help. They need linebacker help. So, and a quarterback, I think that I think they also need to get a quarterback in the short term until Alex Smith comes back. Well, I think that I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they draft the quarterback in the first round, considering there's no certainty that Alex Smith would come back and even play football again, considering the injury that he had. And even if he does, is he the same player? So I would not be surprised if they draft the quarterback in the first round. The Redskins are an interesting team, though. It's not that they don't have good players. They actually have a lot of good players on their roster. And I feel like last year, they could have potentially won the division had they not had all the injuries that they had. But I would say the quarterback's probably a need. Corner's a need for them, because Josh Norman's getting up there in age. Uh, let's see. Those are really the, the the main glaring holes, in my opinion. Um, Jordan Reed to me really needs to step up. For some reason, he had a really bad year last year. I don't know if it was just because teams were trying to double him or something, or they just weren't really working him in the offense. But he definitely needs to step up. Yeah, absolutely. So. Jordan Reed has to step up for sure, but I mean, with that being said, my breakout players for the Redskins in 2019 is Darius Geis, and on a, that's my offensive breakout player of the year. And on defense, I have, uh, I have, uh, I have uh, on defense, I have uh, Deron Payne. All right, yeah. So I I definitely agree with your pick on defense. Deron Payne. For me, on offense, it's not really, a, I guess you can say, a breakout player, but it's more like a guy who's going to have a bounce-back year. And I'm going to go with Jordan Reed. I just feel like he's way too talented of a player. He's basically a wide receiver playing tight end. He's kind of like an Evan Ingram-type player, um, Travis Kelsey-type player as well. Um, I, I think he's going to have a bounce-back year. He's just way too good of a player, assuming he stays healthy, of course. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely, man. So, with that being with that being said, um, now that we talked about what 
what the uh, the team needs are for the uh, NFC East and the breakout players for each team on the NFC East. We kind of addressed that. Where do you think Case Keenum's going to get dealt? I say he's going to get dealt to the Washington Redskins. I mean, that can that is possible because uh, the Redskins do run a similar offense to what Case Keenum ran that his year with the Vikings. So it would make sense. Um, it's just one of those situations, though. It depends on how much it would cost to get him. If it's like a late-round pick, and if the Redskins feel that their team is good enough to make a run in the make it run out of playoff spot, then I see them making that trade. I just feel like if if I'm the Redskins personally, I'm in a position where I would just start start to rebuild. Just because you look at the division you play in. Let's be honest. The the Eagles are the class of that division. And you can argue that the Cowboys are probably the second best team. So it just makes sense for them to just hit the reset button. Um, it's not that they don't have good players, but it's just they're in a situation where at best they're probably an average to above average team. They're not going to be a Super Bowl contender anytime soon. So it just makes sense for them to start the rebuild as soon as possible. Oh, you mean for the Redskins to get Kanem? Yeah, I, I – I... I probably – I wouldn't make the trade. I would probably just either draft a quarterback or just try to – I would just start a rebuild from the Redskins. Oh, okay. Just saying here. So, that being said, um, let's do our early preview of the scouting combine next week. So, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. But really, the main focus that I'm looking forward to when it, when it comes to a Patriots and Rams fan perspectively – I'm looking for the Patriots to look at tight ends and for the Rams outside linebackers and secondary help. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, I guess as far as an individual player, uh, you know, just putting like just an individual player that I would say most people are probably uh, most excited about seeing is probably Kyler Murray trying to see how he does at the Combine. Um, as far as specifically to my team's needs, being a Jets fan, I'm probably interested in seeing edge rushers, uh, cornerbacks, offensive linemen, see how they perform in the combine. See, it's it's interesting for me. The combine is important, but I feel like like for, for teams, like the measurables and all that stuff, like it matters, but I feel like the mental aspect of the combine is a lot more important. And what I mean by that is I think each team gets like a 15-minute interview with like select players. I feel like that's the part of the combine that's probably the most important for teams because it's sort of the first opportunity that they have to meet with a lot of these players and sort of pick their brains. So those are the things that I'm probably the most interested in. Yeah, absolutely. For sure on that. So with that being said, I'm going to run with you quickly my mock draft for 8 through 32. So I have the Green Bay Packers moving up in the draft to getting Josh Jacobs. I have the Bills getting Jonah Williams. The 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 Broncos getting Tavon Cooney. Cody Ford to the Bengals. Clean and Farrell to the Lions. Drew Locke to the Dolphins. Garrett Bradbury to the Falcons. Greedy Williams to the Redskins. Nikhil Harry to the Panthers. Mack Wilson to the uh Browns, Ed Oliver to the Vikings, Deontay Thompson from the Titans uh, to the Titans, DeAndre Baker to the Steelers, Byron Murphy to the Seahawks, DJ Meltcap to the Ravens, David Edwards to the Texans, Brian Burns to the Raiders, Daryl Henderson to the to the Eagles, Juwan Taylor to the uh, Colts, 
Kelvin Harmon to the uh, Raiders, Caden Smith to the uh, Chargers, TJ Hokerson to the uh, Chiefs, Zach Allen to the Packers, Montez Sweat to the Rams, and then I have, instead of Irv Smith Jr., I'm going with Noah Fant at number 32 to the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting um, as far as how the draft is going to unfold because I think recently there was a report. Uh, there's a defensive tackle from Mississippi State, Jeffrey Simmons. He was projected to be a top five talent in the draft, but he tore his ACL. So he's probably going to fall in the draft. And I actually have him going to the Patriots at 32 just because I think it's a very huge value pick, kind of similar to like what, the one we discussed earlier when I talked about Sidney Jones when the Eagles drafted him in the second round. I just think that he's such a good talent that you – I know he's also had some off-the-field stuff, but he's just such a huge talent that you take him at one, even if he has to sit a year. Or in the first round, I mean, even if he has to sit a year. Okay, but I changed my mind on, on, on some parts of my mock draft because I have Drew Locke going to the Dolphins now, and then, and then I'm kind of thinking that Eli Manning's going to retire after the season, so I, I, I do expect the uh, Giants to go with Dwayne Haskins to learn under uh, Eli Manning, and I also think that Kyler Murray will be a member of the Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, it's really going to be interesting. I mean, we don't really know as far as which quarterbacks, like these teams, I guess, fancy, for lack of a better term. Um, it's really going to just come down to, I guess, we kind of have to see how free agency goes as well. Because apparently there's rumors that the Jaguars might go after Nick Foles because of the whole John DeFilippo connection. Um, with the Giants, I mean... They might have to trade up to get a quarterback, but historically they usually don't trade up. Um, some there might be some teams that right now a lot of people might not think will take a quarterback, but they might. Like I'll I'll, I'll use an example. Remember a couple of years ago when the Bears traded up for Mitch Trubisky? I mean nobody thought that they were going to do that. They moved up from three to two to pick a player that the Niners weren't even going to pick anyway, and they gave up a third round pick for him. But so far it's looked like it's worked out for them. But like. I'm pretty sure going into the draft, a lot of people didn't see the Bears going after Mr. Trubisky. So it'll be very interesting to see. Oh, absolutely. So that being said, let's talk about free agent targets. Let's start with the Jets. So I kind of changed my mind on who I think the Jets should target in free agency because I think Belay Powell is most likely going to retire. I think uh, Elijah McGuire will be a, is going to be a decent option for Donald, but I do see them targeting Le'Veon Bell. Well, I think that he'll be a target for them. I personally would stay away from him. I do not want any part of Le'Veon Bell. And it's not that he isn't a good player. It's just that, to me, the Jets have more pressing needs. And in today's NFL, running backs just aren't as valuable. I'm not saying that you don't need a good running back on your roster, but I'm just not willing to make a huge investment at the running back position because – the Jets have so many other holes, specifically on the offensive line. They need a pass rusher. They can use an upgrade at corner. They can, they can use some depth on the defensive line. They definitely need skill position players, a bunch of skill position players, to, to be honest. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't invest in like a big-time running back like a Le'Veon Bell. I would either maybe turn to the draft and probably the middle part of the draft and go after a running back or maybe – go after maybe someone like a Tevin Coleman who might be a little bit cheaper and he's also a year younger. So we'll see. 
But ideally, I want the Jets to address the trenches, go after offensive linemen and go after defensive linemen and edge rushers. So with the Jets, now with Adam Gase in charge, I mean, I'll tell you, I do think the Jets are going to re-sign Robbie Anderson. I think he's a good, reliable number one receiver for Sam Darnold. I do think they're going to keep Jason Myers as their kicker. And I do think they're going to – I think – I also think they are going to fill the needs that I think they need. Yeah, I mean, they do have a lot of cap space to work with, so that's a plus. I just hope that they don't overpay people like they did last year with Tremaine Johnson because apparently there's reports right now that they're having quote-unquote buyer's remorse, which um, is not a surprise considering they gave a 28-year-old corner – who his old team didn't want him, they gave him a $14-plus million contract per year. Like, it's like they, for some reason, thought he was going to get better as he got older. So, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, they don't make that same mistake this year. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking here. So, that being said, um, let, let's also let's, – let's, let's, uh, let's talk about other free agent targets. I think the Patriots and Rams will – will probably will most likely keep most of their free agents of their own when they approach the upcoming free agent market coming up in a few weeks from now. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, we kind of touched on this a little bit last week, but um, for the Patriots, um, Trey Flowers is going to be interesting. I think that they're going to probably franchise tag him. Um, I don't see them letting him hit the open market. They're probably going to franchise tag him, see if he has you know, a similar season to, to that of this, uh, this past season. And then they'll kind of just go from there. If he, if he has a repeat good year, they'll probably give him a long-term deal, long-term deal next year. But we'll, we'll see because usually the Patriots aren't big spenders in free agency. Yeah, I, I mean, that could be. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, with that being said, when we continue our uh, – NFL show on Monday, Abdullah, before we get to our uh, our final NFL thoughts for the day. So um, with that being said, um, we talked about the AFC East, or NFC East already. So uh, next week, on, when you have on the off-season schedule, so, uh, so on the off-season schedule, uh, next week we're going to talk about the, uh, the Ravens and the Steelers. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Sounds interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on with both those teams. So that should be really interesting. I just had to check the schedule real quick. But my final NFL thought is I'm, I do think the Patriots are going to get Noah Fatten, number 32, have him be a compliment to Rob Gronkowski. And I do think that Gronk's going to retire after the 2019 season and then extend Brady until his age 45 season. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, um, I'm just really excited for the combine. I mean, it should, I think it's about two weeks away, so it would be interesting to see, um, you know, what players attend and sort of what players improve their draft stock and which players, uh, I guess, lose their or decrease their draft stock. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, okay. I, I mean, yeah, so that being said, Abdul, I'll talk to you Monday and have a good weekend. You too, Lorenzo. Take care.